introducing to you the fat loss formula by Brendan Loden. So before I start today's podcast episode, I want to talk to you very quickly about my event that I'm running in aid of Campaign Against Living Miserably, also known as CAM. So I'm doing my first ever in-person event called the Fat Loss Formula, where I'll be helping you write your goals to get you to fire the fuck up and go for it, create habits for you to instill so you don't have to second guess yourself, and more importantly, allow you the blueprints to lose that first dress size. This is going to be two pound to come and all proceeds will be going to campaign against living miserably. For those who have been a long time listener of this uh, podcast, you'll know that campaign against miserably, living miserably, sorry, is the charity that I work with quite a lot. It's essentially a suicide prevention hotline. I won't go into it too much today, but it's a service that I've used previously in my life. Just eight pound can save somebody's life. That is how much it takes to run of one single call at the call centers. The call centers are open from 7 p.m. onwards and open throughout the late at night, every single night. And Campaign Against Living Miserably wants to open them lines up from midday onwards, but they currently cannot afford to do so. And that is why I'm doing the Fat Loss Formula Live. So if you are interested, message Brendan Learn at brendan.findfitness on Instagram, and I'll put you forward towards the details. You'll have to fill out a form for your interests so I know how many people come in because there is 30 seats available and I'll send you the link so you can donate your £2. If you want to donate more, that's absolutely fantastic. But I'm only asking for £2. But again, that's your call. So I thought I'd start with that today before we get into the swing of things. So I would love you to come to the Fat Loss Formula Live on the 16th of April at 2pm at Pure Gym Hull and the B Gym Studios. See you there. And welcome to the Fine Fitness Podcast by me, Brendan Loden, a humble person trainer from Hull and his opinions on the fitness industry. Um, last episode, I had somebody with me. I had Chris Bradley, my business coach, and it was quite PT business heavy, I will say. But on top of that, I do think a lot of people got a lot of benefit from it. And as we are creatures of habit, uh, hopefully I've got some new listeners, maybe PT wankers, but... Uh, that have listened to that episode now listen to this latest episode because I have banged out two episodes in three days, something I've never done. The reason why I've released this episode today is about goal setting and obviously this episode has been released December 2021. I want this episode to be of two things for you. I want it to be able to clear your mind in regards to what you want to do this year. I also want it to be a bit of homework as well. So at the end of this podcast, you should have something written down what you want to achieve. Business, physical, health, mind, the lot. Are you going to get that promotion next year? Are you going to lose £10 of weight? Are you going to feel better in a bikini next year? These questions will be answered by you and you only. Um, so today I'm going to help you write your goals for 2022. And as usual, as I always say, because people seem to not do this as much nowadays, screenshot the podcast, put it on your story. If no one knows about it, no one's ever going to know about it. So please get the word out there. And also on top of that, if you're feeling really brave, screenshot your goals, will them to existence and put them on your Instagram story as well. Um, and I will set a calendar reminder on my phone for us to have a chat in December 28th, 2022 to see if you did indeed get those goals. If you're not feeling so brave, just tag the, the, uh, the screenshot of the, of, the, um, of the podcast and put that on your stories. 
and then to message me privately your goals. But I want some goals set, is what I'll say. This isn't the sexiest subject in the world, nor is it the funniest, but I do believe this will benefit you. So if this benefits at least one person, that is a mission accomplished for me. So I'll flip it over to the real Brendan, recording his podcast about talking about goals and getting them done. Hello and welcome to the Find Fitness Podcast, episode number 24. And this is probably the shortest gap between our episodes I've ever done, frankly. Um, I've just done an amazing podcast at the time of recording the day before this episode. So episode number 23 with Chris Bradley. We did talk a lot about PT, sort of business, that side of things. So that could have been really beneficial to anyone self-employed, seeing how a sort of self-employed sort of business guru almost thinks. But also there was a lot of health and fitness and sort of general sort of public stuff in that in that conversation as well. So I did really enjoy that episode with Chris yesterday. Um, and I hope that you guys did as well. Again, recording-wise, I plan on releasing this on Friday. If I don't do that, it means I just decided to release it a bit earlier as well. So yeah, today's episode is based around a subject. It's a very topical subject at this moment in time. And that is goal setting. We are approaching, again, time recording, January 2022. At this time of recording, there is no restrictions upon us currently. Uh, Gyms will be open, so let's assume that is the case. Again, time of recording. Um, And it's going to be our first full January uh, in two years with any sort of this COVID bullshit. So you want to go in there. You want to fucking, with reckless abandon, Smash your goals, feel really healthy for it, and feel absolutely phenomenal. And without a goal, you aren't going to do it. So I've, I've talked about motivation in the past and how you don't need motivation. There is an element of truth to that, but you do need some a little bit of tiny bit of motivation, and you do need some sort of reasoning in regards to your health, your fitness, and even your business goals and your sort of personal goals as well. We won't just be talking about health and fitness and training and water and nutrition and macros and all that other shite. We'll be talking about you becoming a better person this next year. Um, Something that I will be saying uh, to my clients. So my clients are going to have a bit of a form to fill out this week about their goal setting for next year. And hopefully this podcast will guide them to do it as well. So it'll help them get that done by listening to this podcast too. Um, So if you was to try and improve one thing slightly every single week across the year, you'd be 52 times better person than you are currently today. And that's what we want to implement with these goals. And the reason why we do set goals is because we want something to look forward to. We want something to really get us going. We want something to get us out of bed a bit earlier. Just going aimlessly into anything in life is not going to be enough for you, regardless if you love it or if you hate doing it. Um, I didn't have any goals last year until the back end, and that's when I really started dropping my body fat. That wasn't the goal at the start, but as things change, your goals may change too, and that is also perfectly fine. At the start of January 2022, you might, well, you should be a different person than you are in December December 2022. And if you are the same person, something's gone wrong, you've not improved in any kind of way, um, or you may have decreased, so hopefully you're the only way you become a better person. Uh, a different person is because you become a better person. So goals are important because it's going to give us something to stick to. It's going to give us something to get excited about. It's going to get us going when we can't be asked. Like I've already talked about discipline in the past. Goal setting is a very 
sort of goes hand in hand with discipline. You need to know why you're in that fucking gym. You need to know why you're getting up early. You need to know why you're putting more effort into something. You need to know why you're booking a holiday, for example. That might be the goal is to have a holiday. Do you know what I mean? We need to know why. We want to create emotion every time we create a goal. And in today's podcast, I will go through several steps that I want all my clients to use, that I want you to use, and I want everybody else in the world to use as well. Um, so, yeah, the reason why I'm recording this now is I don't want it to be out of date in January. And I have not got my week off yet. I've got a week off coming up for Christmas. So I want to squeeze as many um, insightful doses of knowledge to you all as quick as I can, really, as well. Have you thought about what you want to do in a year's time? Are you clear about the main objective at work at the moment? Are you clear on why you're going to the gym currently? Are you clear on why you're getting up a bit early? Are you clear on why you are meal prepping on a Sunday night? What do you want to get achieved by the end of the day? If you want to succeed, you need to set goals. Um, without goals, your lack of focus and direction. Goal setting not only allows you to take control of your life directions, it also provides a benchmark for determining whether you are actually succeeding or not. Otherwise, you're fucking winging it, let's be honest. Um, if you had a million dollars in the bank and that was your only proof of success, and if you was to ask someone, how would you mount them riches? If your goal was to practice acts of charity, then keeping that money for yourself would go against that success. So what I mean by that is success is subjective. It's not about all the money in the, in the world that you've got in the bank account. It's not about how you look in the mirror. Some of you, it will be, but I'm saying success is subjective. More recently, I've had PTs come up to me, going, oh, we've been so successful, successful, all this and all that. I don't think I'm a successful PT, telling you all now. Have I had some success? Yes. Do I think I'm successful? No, that's because I've not hit my goals yet. And... When we are creating these goals, there is a fine line with doing these. I did talk about this briefly in the last podcast, and that is, unfortunately, when you do have goals, some elements of it, you because you want it to get it so bad, you almost take the fun out of the ride as well and the enjoyment out of doing it. And I've had recent events with clients where I wasn't happy with the event purely because the numbers were shit, or what I thought the numbers were shit. And... It was the goal to do the event. It wasn't to do the numbers. Then I started changing the goal in my head. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't happy with how things went. Um, but to accomplish your goals, went a bit of a tangent there. You need to know how you're going to set them. You can't simply say, I want this to happen. And I want this done by this date. It's a good, this is a process that we're going to build today. And if you've got a notepad and pen, brilliant. If you get your goals by end of this podcast, that is also fucking brilliant. Um, but we need to make this clear. For you to get your goals done this year, you're going to have to work a lot, a lot harder than you are currently. You have some well-defined steps that you're going to have to build up to your major goal for you to formulate these goals that we're going to create today. Um, so here are my five goal rules, and hopefully this will help you. Um, step one, setting goals that will motivate you. I've already talked about motivation. Motivation is not a tosh, but it can, in the loosest term, it can be important i personally don't think it is but it can be important um, when you set goals for yourself it's important that they motivate you uh, this means that making sure that they're important to you so that's where motivation comes in. it needs to be important for you and what you want to achieve out of this and there needs to be value in achieving them as well if you have a little interest in the outcome you'll have a little interest in putting the effort in won't you let's be honest um and if the outcome is irrelevant 
and you don't care about the larger picture of this goal, you're not going to complete it. You don't want to achieve it. You can't be fucked with achieving it at all. And the chances of you putting the work in to make it happen are very, very fucking slim. And that's why motivation is key. Not because motivation is this all-being, super-powerful juggernaut. Motivation is just going to be the lubricant to get you to move more. It's going to get you out of bed. It's going to make you a bit more focused. I'm not going to say it's the be-all and end-all, but being motivated because you love your goals is what's going to inspire you to enjoy the process in the meantime as well. So you need to set goals that are high in your priority in your life right now. Without this type of focus, you could end up with far too many goals that are loose and they're not even fucking relevant to what you want to achieve. So please do not think of any goals that are relevant to you and you just want to get them done because other people have done them. They need to be applicable to you and you only. This is a podcast. This isn't a conversation. Hope it feels like a conversation, but because of that, you won't hear other people's goals. So hopefully you will get some concrete goals at the end of this. Um, but let's focus on one thing at a time. I want you to be able to leave enough time to divert enough time to get a good chance of completing this goal. And goal achievement requires commitment. So to maximise the likelihood of success, you need to feel a sense of urgency, like, hey, I must do this attitude. And if you do have that, you risk putting it off. Oh, what a track today. I won't have that water. I will get up a little bit earlier to get some steps in. These are very small things that build up the bigger picture. 10,000 steps is not the be all and end all, but I tell my clients to do it. Two litres of water is not the be all and end all, but I did get my clients to do it. I've set a time sort of barrier with my check-in forms so my clients actually do it. Otherwise, they'll put it off as last minute as they can. And that's because sometimes the check-in doesn't motivate them. And that's fine. The check-in process is for me to monitor them, not motivate. And that's why some clients do miss them because they don't respect them. And that's fine. I understand that. But I'll still have conversations with them in the meantime. But the motivation comes from adding small little habits. So if you're missing a check-in every single week, if you're missing that 200 mil of water a single day, that can add up at the end of the week. If you're missing 1,000 steps a day, that's 7,000 across the week. If you're hitting 9,000 steps a day, that's not as good as 10,000, obviously. And guess what? You're nowhere near 70,000 because you've got around 61,000 steps. For the record, I think 61,000 steps across a week is shit. But that's 9,000 steps a day. Do you see what I mean here? And by making these very small incremental changes in your life that are realistic for these goals, you're going to want to do it. You're going to walk them 1,000 more steps. You're going to finish that bottle of water. You're actually going to get out your ass, get off your ass and get off the gym after work or after you've cooked or after the kids have gone to bed. We need to find something that's going to motivate you and get you a bit moist, a bit filthy. Like, oh, sometimes I will censor these podcasts. One day I will. So to make sure your goal is motivating, get some pen and paper here. Write down why it's valuable and why it's important to you. And ask yourself, if I were to share my goal with others, what would I tell them to convince them it was worth a while ago? You can use this sort of motivating statement. So ask yourself, if I were to share my goal with others, what would I tell them to convince them it's a worthwhile goal? Let me repeat that again for you all. If I was to share my goal with others, what would I tell them to convince them it was a worthwhile goal? So imagine you're at work and you're telling them your New Year's resolutions and uh, they tell you what your goal is and you've got to convince them. What would you say to them? What would you say to someone to make them think that you're not full of shit and you've got a shit goal? Really think about why you want to write it down for a goal. Tell you what, 
I wrote my goals with my coach this morning. I'm just going to get my notes page up. And I'm going to do this with you all as well. Um, so I've got some things that I want to achieve by the end of the year. Let's scroll through. Here we are. So get 35 people to at least one day of jumpstart January is one of my goals. And someone was to ask me, oh, why? Why would you want to do that, Brendan? Because it's fucking incredible. If I was to get 35 people in the wind and the rain outdoors after doing outdoor year of PT last year and make them have fun, that is rewarding to me. But it also shows me that I can convince people to do such a thing. And I need to convince people to do any little thing, even if it's just tracking their fucking steps. So if I can convince 35 people in Hull to go outside, train their asses off in January of all months, then I must be doing something good at my job. And that's what I would tell people. To see if that makes any sense there. And I want you to think the same. So what would I tell them to convince them it's worthwhile goals? So if you've got a goal written down now, I'm asking you now, why is that your goal? And I want you to convince me. You can pause this right now to try and convince me. So pause this now. And then now tell me why. Whilst I paused that and didn't say any noises, my dog started licking his foot. So if you hear any slapping noises, that's why. Uh, and that's why he's never in the room usually while I'm recording a podcast. So yeah, you need to convince him why it's worthwhile goal. You can use this as your motivating statement. So write down why. This thing that you tell other people, write that down under that goal. And then hopefully, that'll motivate you. So number one, set goals that motivate you. Number two, we all went to school, didn't we? We all know what this next one is. And I, before I even say it, you already know what I'm about to say. And that is the beautiful technique of smart goals. I remember doing this in year eight with Mr. Middleton in uh, Tutor. So you've had smart goals already, um, but do they always apply? Simple fact is, they can do. It works. Uh, and all goals should be designed to be smart. And I'm going to go door and exploring again here. What does smart stand for? Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and it's got to be time-bound. The time-bound one to me is the most important one. Parkinson's law. The amount of time it takes to do a task is the amount of time you get given to do a task. And I come back to my check-ins again with this. If my clients had a week to fill out their check-ins, they would take a week to fill out their check-ins. Currently, at this moment in time, time for recording, they have 24 hours to open their check-ins to fill them out and send them back in. So from half 8 a.m. in the morning on whatever day they're in, depending on what team they're in, they've got to fill in their check-in by half 8 in the morning the next day. If I had a quite relaxed rule in terms of that, they wouldn't get their check-ins done. They would delay it and they delay it and they delay it. And... I've done this quite recently with my own training. I I can hour and a half gap between PT sessions, which is quite rare for me usually. And I was like, I'll train in that hour and a half. I sat on my ass in the staff room for 30 minutes before I went to train so I could have my hour session. Why didn't I not give myself to start training straight away and then see how long time I forgot? I could have trained longer. I could have been productive in that 30 minutes after the session if it was still 30 minutes. I could have had a high-quality training because when I've got a rush for training, the quality's not there. I had the option and I didn't take it. Instead, I waited to the very last minute to train. And that's because I put this task off for so long, I couldn't be asked. And that's why time-bound goals are important. You need to know when you're finishing this thing. You need to know when you want it done by. You need to hand this in. You need to get it done. 
If you don't have it time bound, you're going to delay it for as long as you can. So that to me is the most important aspect of smart goals. I know you already know what a smart goal is because you've all been to the fucking school. So I want to come back to the front now because time was the most important to me. We're going to go back to start, which is specific. Your goal must be clear and well-defined. If it's vague or generalised to everyone else or unhelpful, it's not going to put you in the right direction. Remember, you need a goal to show you the way. Make it as easy as you can to get where you want to go by going precisely with what it is. If my goal was to just lose weight, what? Lose weight? Lose what? Want to take a top off? That's losing weight. I guarantee if I get out of the shower while I'm wet and then drown myself, I've lost weight then. I'm literally lighter. Lose weight. What do you mean by lose weight? Are we going to lose fat? Are we going to lose weight? Are we measuring weight? Are we measuring fat? How much weight are we going to lose? How much fat are we going to lose? You need to be specific with this. Specific? Specific. Being specific is what's going to get you your sort of G up to go and get it done. So that is quite an important aspect. And then you've got measurable. And this comes back to specific avenue a little bit. So setting measurable goals includes precise amounts, dates, and so on in your goals so you can measure the degree of success. If your goal is simply defined as to reduce my expenses, for example, how will you know if that's successful? Like, again, this comes into the most consequences. I'm going to mention my check-ins with my clients quite a lot because we do talk about goals quite a lot. And sometimes their must is something they've got to get done that week or they've got a consequence to it. Self-care, that's all the right. Oh, I've taken an hour of self-care this week. What the fuck does that mean? What does self-care mean to you? And this can mean something else. Oh, I can relax. What's relaxing to you? Let's. How can we measure that? How can we measure if I'm relaxed or not? Is my definition of relaxing the moment I get in after a food shop on a Friday night, putting my local ice cream on my lap and watching a film on Netflix? Yes, that's my relaxing time. That's exactly what I do because I'm such a fucking party animal. That is my Friday night. And you know what? Would not have it any other way to the point where I miss nights out because I love doing that so much. But that's my type of relaxing. So when you're saying, oh, I want to relax more next year, I want to put my phone away for some more. There's another one. Yeah, how long for? Are we, are we going to measure the screen time? Are we going to measure how many times you get notifications? Because obviously the more notifications you've got would suggest the more times you're on your phone as well. So let's make this shit measurable. You all know what A means, and that's attainable. Make sure it's possible to achieve the goals that you've already set. If you set a goal that you have no hope of achieving for, you will only demoralise yourself and erode your confidence. However, if you resist the air to set goals that are too easy, you're going to feel motivated. Uh, accomplishing a goal that you didn't have to work hard for can be anticlimactic at best. And you can also make it fear by setting future goals that are scary as well. You need to get the balance between this. It needs to be attainable. Um, if I was to say next year, I want to be a millionaire. That's not attainable, is it? At all. If my goal was to make sure I've got 20 grand saved in the bank at the end of the year, that's how I'm going to measure it. That's how I'm making it attainable. That's realistic. I could have 20 grand saved in the bank at the end of next year. That's not me bragging about money. That's just been bragging about my saving, if anything. But let's make it attainable. If I'm being honest, 20 grand saved, considering I've got 16 grand saved at the time of recording, that's too easy. Maybe I won't have to be so restrictive. So maybe let's say 25 grand saved in the bank at the end of next year. 
that'll that'll get me going. That'll stop me going nice out. That'll stop me buying costas for the sake of buying costas. And you need to do the same. I think we all need financial goals while I'm on that subject. Um, I'm not a financial advisor. I've just fucked up my tax for next year and I'm going to be in debt because of it. But So I'm not the guy to score to for that one. But we all should have financial-based goals. Unfortunately for us lot, the money does make the world go round. And unfortunately, according to Biggie Smalls, more money, more problems, but I disagree with that. If I had lots of money, you'd not see me crying on a jet ski, would you? I've gone a bit of a tangent there, haven't it? But the goals have got relevant to you and you only. That's number that's number R, letter R. Goals should be relevant to the direction you want in your life and the career that you want to take or the fitness goals that you want to have or how you want to look like on a night out. By keeping goals aligned with this, you'll develop the, the focus for you. Yeah? You need to get ahead and do what you want. If you set wildly scattered and inconsistent goals, you'll fret your time and your life away. Granted, you will. You just will. There's nothing I can really say on this one. It's just got to be fucking relevant. It's quite obvious to me, to you. Do you know what I mean? Set time-bound goals. T, we've already talked about time-bound, but I'll just mention it again, Pakistan's law. The time it takes for you to do a task is the amount of time you get, you get given to do a task. If I say I'm going to train for an hour, I guess how long I fucking train? An hour. If I give myself two hours to do complete my client's check-ins, guess how long I take? I take two hours. Before I used to do a little bit more accurate with regards to my days, if I had four hours in the afternoon, I'd have four hours of check-ins. And realistically, a check-in takes about, not one check-in, but a group of check-ins takes me about two and a half hours. But if I've had to squeeze it in a half, I've managed to. So that maybe suggests to me, maybe I should lower the time. I let them to, to stay the quality high. I would like hate for my clients to feel rushed so I'm not going to change the time, but I give myself at least two hours to complete check-ins. Um, so yeah, that's smart goals again. Like you feel like you're back at school. If this today, by the way, this today's podcast is fucking boring. Let's be honest. The subject matter is boring. I agree with you all. This isn't going to be a comedy podcast for anybody today, but it's going to get you fucking clear on your like your priorities for next year, guaranteed. So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. To be fair, this. Podcast is quite timeless. Just because we're starting this in December does not mean you can only listen to it in December. You can listen to this every single year. Every single year. Um, so, point number three. So, let's reiterate what we've gone through so far. We have set goals that motivate us, and we've gone through smart goals so far. Set goals and put them in writing. Before I start talking about this a bit deeper, I'm going to give you all a challenge. You can all collect. If you're feeling brave, I've got a bonus challenge for you. You can send me privately your goals at the end of this podcast. Nurse page, have it right in. I've got mine on my whiteboard. If you listen to this podcast today and at the end of it, you've got your goals, please feel free. I invite you to do it. I invite you to send me your goals. I want to keep you accountable to your goals. And guess what? I'll even put an alarm on my phone for December the 28th and see if you've done it next year. I promise you'll do that. I'm even going to put this part on my Instagram story and video like, post so that you can, everyone can see this. So write down your goal and send me it. If you're feeling really brave, put it on your story and tag me in it. My goals are this from the Fine Fitness Podcast, episode 24. It's this, this, and this, and this. Put your fucking money where your mouth is, yeah? The physical act of writing down a goal makes it real and tangible. Granted, I wrote mine 
on the notes page of my phone. But you've got no excuse to forget it. Oh, I forgot. My clients, again, come back to these lot. Must and consequences. The amount of clients who forget their must and consequences is mental. They didn't write it down. Their must is their goal for the week, never mind the year. And they're not writing that down. And they go, right, it's completely must last week. Oh, I forgot what it was. It was seven days ago. You've got no chance remembering your goal from the end of the year if it doesn't matter to you, if it doesn't motivate you, that is. If it does motivate you, you might be very, very, very excited about your goal, so therefore you might not have to write it down. But in terms of writing it down, it's because it creates an emotional response within yourself. You have no excuse to forget about it, and now it's in fucking black and white for you. As you write it, the word will instead of would, would like to, place them. So let's come back to this. One of the other goals. Da, 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 da. I, here we are. I will learn to drive next year. I didn't write I would like to. I will learn to drive next year. Time recording, 15th of December, 2021. Brendan's telling you all that he's going to learn to drive the end of the year. I'm willing it. And on the 28th of December, if I haven't done that, you can ask me as well. You can bother me for it if I haven't done it. Um, I will reduce my expenses. So we've talked about this one earlier. Again, I'd like to go in depth for that one. We'll reduce expenses, how? Here we are, by 10%. So whatever expenses are now, reduce that by 10%. There's another one. I will learn how to do a pull-up next year. Not I would like to, I will. I will, replacing the I will with I would, you are putting some power behind those words. Oh, I'd like to do it. Nah, no, I would like to. You will fucking do it, and you will be able to do a pull-up at the end of the year. You will lose two stone. You will feel incredible on holiday wearing that bikini. I can do this all day. You will get a first in your degree. This is fun, isn't it? What else? Let's go back to me. What else have I got here? I will be a household name as a PT in Hull. I might put that one on my Instagram and a lot of people off. There's no PTs that listen to this. It's fine. It's one of the things that I might, I've just wrote down on the notes page whilst I'm recording. Might put an asterisk and edit that part out, depending on ballsy I'm feeling when I release this. We are creating passion with this. I will, not I would. I will, not I would. I would like to lose weight next year. I will lose said amount of weight next year. I would like to feel happy in a bikini. I fucking will feel amazing in a bikini by July. See what we're doing here? We're making power behind these words. We're creating some motivation. We are creating all sorts of buzzwords behind it. I will look better in a bikini. I would like to look better in a bikini. I will look better in a bikini. I would like to lose weight. Do you know what I mean? I will, not I would. I will, not I would. We are creating so much power behind these words by doing it. And that's why I keep saying it. I will. I would like to. Oh, I'd like to do that. Nah, fuck that. I will do it. And what? And fucking what? Do you know what I mean? Let's get some power beyond this. So tip one with this. Frame your statement positively. We've already just talked about that. If you want to improve your retention rates, say, if you like the self-employed people, I will hold on to... Here's one of my goals, actually. I will hold on to my existing clients that I've got right now in the first quarter. Not I would like to. I will keep all my clients that I've got right now because 
because we're now creating some reasoning, mate. I'll provide a good fucking service. And I've wrote that down on my notes page. Um, and he should motivate you. I will. I'll do it. It just will. And also, tip number two, use a to-do list. Make yourself a to-do list like a template. Write it down. Have it in clear sight. So time of recording, I've got on my whiteboard, I've got stuff that I need to get done this week. So sort of tax out. I ain't wrote this in a while. Christmas party deposits, get them sorted. We've just had that. Uh, sort out the building, uh, business loan inquiry, uh, inquiry buildings. Um, yeah, so that's all my goals, my to-do list. That needs to get changed. So I need to sort of call myself out there. Have an active rotating to-do list across each week that will change across each week as well. So to-do list, and I write I will. I didn't do all that one, granted, but maybe I'm improving too. Um, very, very, very wanky bonus statement here. Post your goals in visible places. I.e. my notice board. But clearly I've not even finished that since. Since I've wrote them on there, I've not looked at that because all those goals are out of date. Out of date. I've done all those things on that whiteboard. So maybe I need to put it on the fridge. Maybe I need to put it on the cupboard door. Maybe I need to put it on my back door of my bedroom when I shut the bedroom door every night. So it's the last fucking scene before I turn that light off. Oh, that's a good idea, isn't it? Oh. It's got to be somewhere you can see it. Right now, the only thing I've got on my wall, admittedly, is the um, a quote in my office wall. It's a, to -do, it's a sticky note. It says, first we make our decisions and our decisions to make ourselves. So that is something I see every day. So if I'm scrolling on my phone in the office, I see that, oh, shit, I'm deciding not to do work here. That's because, and then that's making me become a lazy person. You see how that works there. I've talked about that, that, uh, that sticky note in the past. Point number four. So let's reiterate before we go to these next points. So point number one, numero un, set goals that motivate you. Let's get some fucking passion behind these goals. Set smart goals, number two. Remember that specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Number three, set goals in writing. But more importantly, put some positive wording within those goals. Point number four, make an actual action plan. This step is missed a lot of the times. It's all well and good. I will lose weight. How? Create an action plan. You get so focused on the outcome that you forget to plan in the first place. Um, I'm going to talk about a client in particular I'll give a bit of a shout out to, and that's Lindsay. Lindsay wanted to uh, lose a certain amount of weight this year. She even times divided by how many weeks it was across the year. Uh, she even took into consideration holidays and everything else. And guess what? She's on track for that right now. Um, and that's because she had made an action plan. So shout out Lindsay on that one. Um, so yeah, you get a focus on the outcome. You actually forget the plan in the first place. And you forget what you need to get done on the, on the way, along the way. Uh, by writing it out in individual steps, then crossing each one as you complete it. By the way, a really nice feeling ticking off a to-do list. Must say, if I started ticking off them things like whiteboard behind me, I'd feel amazing. Because Christmas party deposits, by the way, the Christmas party was fucking sick. I know it was. Um, but yeah, crossing each one off as you do it. You realise that you are indeed making progress. I get this quite a lot of times. I've been doing this for five years now. I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. People getting frustrated. Oh, I've only lost this amount this week. Hang on, you've lost four pounds in the month. Yeah, but I've lost one this week. You lost three pounds last week. We're halfway through the month. You lost four pounds. Yeah, but this week. Now, nah, fuck this week. Look at the overall picture. Look how well you've come so far. Look how well you've come so far. 
And by having something physical crossed off in front of you, you can really realise how well you've done. And we also know what's coming up next. So let's pick up one of my goals here and let's make that relevant to you lot as well. Um, make an action plan. There we are. Do a physical weight loss seminar inside my gym that I work at. I've put at the gym I work at in case I get sacked. <laughs> um, so what do I need to do for action plan? Well, I need to learn to have confidence to do a standing up seminar. So what I should really do in the early new year, I'm already thinking, I'm thinking this live, is I might need to do a Zoom call with my clients in the Facebook group because that's a, like a bit of a, a dress rehearsal, so to say. So that's the first step of the action plan. Second step is buy a projector. Third step is to advertise the event. Fourth step is to tell my clients to come along so I've definitely got some people there. Step five is to either get drugged up or caffeinated up to do the thing. Do you know what I mean? Uh, let's think of something else that might be able to create steps wise. Here we are. Get back to 90 kilograms whilst being at the same body fat that I am right now. Overall picture, quite hard, yeah? But let's look at my goals right now. So time recording 78 kilograms. So I need to gain 12 kilograms across the year. That is very hard, by the way. I might need to review the goal, but let's, let's for, the, for the sake of this, let's keep the 90 kilograms. So very small steps. Let's think about that. So let's say on the 1st of January, I've put on at least two kilos of Christmas. I've got 10 kilograms to gain across the year. So all I'm going to do is 10 divided by 52. I need to gain 0 0.19 kilograms a week. Let's just do 10 divided by 12. I need to gain 0 0.83 kilograms across each month to get that. Does that make any sense? So I've now made that an action plan, smaller chunks, 0 0.83, 0 0.83, 0 0.83, 0 0.83, 0 0.83 times 12. All of a sudden, I've gained 90 kilograms. But there's another thing in play. I'm not just gaining weight. If I'm being honest, I don't give a shit what the weight is. I want to look at the fucking bee's knees. I want the dog's bollocks. I put 90 on there because it's 10 kilograms. Sounds nice. Sounds sexy. The same reason why I tell my clients to get 10,000 steps. It sounds sexy, doesn't it? So the other measurement I need to worry about is my, my what I'm eating. My calories. My macros. My protein. So I could put weight on. It'd be fucking great if I did this, by the way. If I intentionally gain weight without really thinking about what I'm eating, I can gain 10 kilograms. You fucking know I can. I'll just booze up. I'll load of takeaways. It'll be brilliant. But I need to be smart with it. So I need to implement more calories than I'm doing right now because I'll be eating more than what I'm doing right now. And I need to be in a calorie surplus, but I also need to supplement the energy with more calories than what I'm eating right now. Gaining weight is so much harder than losing weight, trust me. It really, really is. You've got other things in play here. Because people just want to lose weight. They want that number to get down as low as possible. I want this number to go as high as possible now for next year. But at the same time, I can't just get fat. I need to be burning calories whilst also gaining weight. I need to create a bit of a fat fairness. I need to be eating high amounts of protein compared to what I'm using right now. Because at the moment, I just want to see how shredded I can get before Christmas. And I hate the term shred, but it's come from vocabulary from a coach. But... That's what I'm doing, and that's the action plan. 0 0.83 kilograms a month. But it's got to be smart, actionable, realistic nutrition. Does that make any sense to you all? Step number five. The golden rule of the golden rules. And that is sticking with it. 
Yeah? Pretty obvious. You've just wasted time listening to this. Stick with it. Fucking go. What's the point right now? I will do this. I will do that. I will do this. I will do that. And not fucking sticking to it. Don't give yourself four weeks. Don't give yourself eight weeks. Don't even give yourself 12 weeks. 12 weeks, you can start seeing changes there. That's why I've got the Fine Confidence 90 program. It's not the Fine Confidence fucking 40 program, is it? 40 days? No, 90. Goal setting is an ongoing activity. As I've already said at the start of this, your goals will change across each week and month. I'd like to have thought at the start of this year that's just gone to earn a gym. That was the goal. Unfortunately, COVID happened. I lost a lot of clients again in January, February time. Um, and also on top of that, I didn't really understand the gratitude of the task at hand here. And I haven't got a gym right now. But I've made it my goal again next year because I'm in a better position than I was last year. And this time round, I'm just waiting on other people to decide whether or not they're going to trust me with their building, paint it green and put a load of fucking weights in it. So things have changed. To earn a gym next year is a lot more realistic than this year. But I needed to stick to it. Even when I knew in August that I'm not going to have a gym at the end of the year, I still saved like fuck. I still didn't go out much. I still budgeted very, very strictly. I've taught my clients how strict I save money each month. I do not live a materialistic lifestyle. My house is rented. It's, it's a fucking shithole. Um, all my office furniture bought was the cheapest I could find. I am bought new clothes since last year. I don't go out. I try and limit buying costers each single week. I have a roundup feature on my bank account, so my money goes straight into my savings. I stuck with that all year. Even when I knew that I was not going to get a gym, I still stuck with it. Because now I'm in a better position next year. So even if you think you're not going to get to your end goal this year, still stick with it and you'll be a better chance next year. Better luck next year. Imagine August if I started spending going on the piss every weekend. I would not be able to tell you at the end of next year I'll have a gym. Does that make any sense? I think it does. So we can use this example for one of you lot. Sticking with it. I want to look better in a bikini. Sorry, sorry. I will look better in a bikini. Let's say that again, shall we? Um, but what are you can do to get that? Oh, well, I, I'm going to train a little bit and I'm going to be really good at my nutrition. Yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get my steps up, yeah. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Four weeks in, you feel like you look shit in a bikini. One, because it's fucking February. Two, you're boring you're training now. Guess what? Goals are boring, this podcast is boring, and sometimes training is fucking boring as well. But you've got to stick with it. Stop trying to find the latest invention. Stop trying to find the latest exercise. Stop worrying about Sandra, who's got less calories than you. Stop worrying about fucking Fiona, who's got more calories than you. Stop worrying what other people are doing. Stick with what you're doing. Oh, I've got squats again. Well, guess what? It's a foundation exercise. Everyone should be doing squats. Do you need to be doing a one-quarter mega split super isometric double squat? No. Fucking barbell, goblet, front squat if you have to. They should be in everyone's training program. And if they're not, it's either because you've got really bad hips, really bad knees, or you're trying to reinvent the fucking wheel. Does that make any sense? Sticking with the basics, sticking with your nutrition, sticking with whatever calories your coach provided you if you have a coach. If not, I'll give you calories for free. I don't give a fuck. Text me 10 minutes. Not even. I'll give you calories in printing goal. Whether you stick to it, that's up to you, isn't it? Um, but sticking with it, sticking with eating similar things each week. My clients know this. And I can say it on the, on the recording, if I was to shout it out loud, the answer back to me now, 
Brendan, what do you eat every Monday? Stir fry. Brendan, what do you eat every Thursday? Fajitas. Brendan, what do you eat on a Sunday night? Usually gyros, but sometimes pasta. Do you know what I mean? Brendan, what's your breakfast? Greek yogurt, banana, and the protein powder. Sometimes I've got frozen fruit instead. Sticking with it. Monday, I could have a bagel. Tuesday, I could have a full breakfast. Wednesday, I could have a Greek yogurt. Thursday, I could have a cereal. Friday, I could have my heck chicken sausage bagel that I had every Friday. If I change it every single day, one, I've got to spend more money to get different variations of food. Two, I would not have lost 10 kilos in 12 weeks like I have done this year. And that's what I was doing before recently. I was eating stuff on a whip. Wasn't planning it. I was not sticking to the plan. You lot know what I eat because I do eat the same shit every single day. Does that get boring? Yep. But you know what's a better feeling? Learn that I've lost 10 kilos. But guess what? I'm still giving myself enough leeway to eat the things I enjoy as well at the same time. So you need to stick to this. Like, if you don't stick to your plan, you're not going to achieve your goal. You can write, I will. You can write down the steps. You can write down the elements of SMART goals and you can write a goal that'll motivate you. But if you're not willing to stick to it, you've wasted your time. You've wasted, you're writing your goals down. And more importantly, you're going to feel pretty shit about yourself. And I am going to leave it on that note. And that's pretty miserable ending, but I'm going to reiterate everything that I've said. I'm going to go back to this point. Again, wasn't the most fun ex uh, exercises then. It wasn't the most fun podcasts. But this is the shit that's going to make you more successful. So number one, set goals to motivate you. What's going to get you fucking jumping out of bed? Number two, set smart goals. And as a reminder from year eight, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. Time-bound being the most important there, in my opinion. Three, set goals in writing. Three, put some positive vocabulary within those goals in writing. I will, not I would like to. I will, not I would like to. You're going to get real. You're, four, you're already fed up me saying that. Four, make an action plan. And five, fucking stick with it. Stick with the plan. With slight deviations, I must add, things, your goals may change, therefore that'll change. But people fear goals. They fear the disappointment of achieving a goal. Um, in front of my desk right now, the 10 times rule by Grant Cardone, great book. It's about goal setting. I've got, if I'm being honest, a pinch a lot of it from this, to be honest. But it's about goal setting and not being scared of your goals. Your goals should scare you to some extent, but the fear of failure should not override that. It should get you excited. And that's why it needs to be attainable. It needs to get you excited. And that's why it'll motivate you. It needs to get you excited because that means you're going to stick with it. It needs to get you excited because that's when you're going to take the time out to write down these goals. I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Like I've kept saying throughout it, wasn't the most interesting podcast ever. Probably your most boring episode you probably ever listened to. But I guarantee it's been one of the most important ones. I have been Brendan Lurden. I challenge you to send me your goals. I want some health goals. I want some fitness goals. I want some mindset goals. I want some business goals. I want some personal goals. Let's book that holiday next year. Let's lose that 10 pounds. Let's get that job promotion and let's achieve our fucking goals. I will see you all on the next episode of the Fine Fitness Podcast. And one last thing, fucking stick with it. Thank you.